Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. Hey, and today everybody. we are talking about Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Wakanda yes. forever. Spoil <laughs> alert. If you have not seen the movie yet, hmm, Might want to it's about time you about to go see it. You so, late. You, you late. late. You tardy late. to the party. Tardy to five and for what? Since last week, Thursday? Since yes. Valentine's Day, two days after. Right. The 16th. It is now about to be <laughs> March. Mean? Yes. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We know that everybody has different circumstances in their lives. So. Yes. But if you haven't seen it, please see it. This is one of those you should not have ever missed in your entire life, right. especially if you highly melanated. I'm just saying. But um, guys, this is the a first fun. major black superhero. Like, yes. This is this is a good one. This is a history breaking moment yes. on so many different platforms. Um, just get into a quick statistic. I'm just yeah. diving all in. All right, right. dive into it. <laughs> but um, the the Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. This movie has broken the numbers of any right. other oh, Marvel movie that has mm -hmm. ever, any other superhero movie that's ever been on the big screen with the 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then, didn't um, dear wait, what was the name of the movie with the uh, Get Out? Get Out yes, just broke yes. the was the first 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just oh like, really? I, I think so. I I. Wow. I mean, maybe to fact check that, but yeah, I know it was higher than ninety eight. I was just like, it was a good movie. Wow, <laughs> no, nice. both phenomenal. Both movies. have the rewatchability level of just all the classics. Infinite. Yes. yes, these black directors out here doing Dude, phenomenal things. These actors, these black producers, these mm -hmm. black actors, killing it. Killing directors, it. production all assistants, <laughs> all of y'all, the whole team it. in a whole. Like, thank you, writers. Beautiful. When we're, when we're giving an equal playing field, that makes me think with the budgets. Because usually black people, we have to work with pennies, honestly, mm -hmm. if you compare to our counterparts. But it's like when it's an even playing field, when they have just as much capital to go along with their vision, it can maximize and bring out their creativity in ways that we're experiencing today with Black Panther and Get Out. Yes. So I'm just... Black people, black excellence. I'm, I just, my hat goes off to you all. Black yeah. royalty. That's how I feel. <laughs> I just wanted to start off with, I just want to get y'all like, like how did Black Panther make your soul feel? Like, because it was a soul feeling experience. <laughs> it was. My soul was it definitely was. <laughs> Like, what did it mean to you? Well, in the name of Black History Month, um, I just think it couldn't have come out at a better time. It mm -hmm. meant... So, so many things. So one thing it meant for me, and I'm probably going to think of some things later on, like, dang, I should have said that. But one major thing that it meant for me was when just seeing, like visually seeing, because most people say y'all are going to, y'all taking a movie, like making such big, great, big of a deal out of a movie. But it's like not just a movie, it's a, a movement. It's an experience in itself. It's showing how we are bridging that African diaspora and it's it's really coming and what i mean by that we are all technically if you will um from the continent of africa 
so to speak, the slave uh, trade went on in the 1800s and it caused us to be taken from our homeland from what we know. There are studies saying that there were black people uh, that settled here even outside Africa, but that's just modern day studies. But I'm gonna just go off the knowledge that we all know as a whole right now. And it's, so it's just to think that we have been um, torn apart from one each other. Our culture was stripped from us. Our names, our, our, our meaning, our ways of life just became completely different because of the nature of the land. And so what I think that this movie does well, was to me was it showed how like technically we're all living in our own different worlds, but we're still very much the same. And instead of me trying to judge you or, or look down on you or make my, make me seem that I'm better than you, it's like we can really just bridge and help one another out. It was a beautiful balance and blend to me Yes. of the cultures. Okay. How about for you all? Y'all, I just thought it was an amazing experience. When I mm -hmm. saw this movie, I saw it with my friends first. But the second time, mm -hmm. I saw it with my mom and my nephew. And that was his second time seeing it, too. Oh, wow. But um, he was actually, like, he got to see it before almost, I think, almost anybody. Because he went to, like, a, a, a before screening, before he even got out. Wow. At um, the historical, wait, wait, what's that? HMAC? Mm -hmm. what's, that? Mm -hmm. what's that museum called? Um, historical Black Museum. Historical African American. Yes. No, culture, no. something. Oh, I should know this. HMAC, historical Museum of African American really? Culture. Oh, okay. Anyway, she saw it there. But um, yes. yeah, so I was really excited about the representation and just being able to <laughs> see that my nephew, he grew up on uh, President Obama being the. Mm -hmm first black black president and now right. he's seeing this representation of like heroes on screen not only heroes but kings and queens on screen mm. and i was just like i was going back and forth between looking at the movie and looking at him to see his reaction and he was so into it yeah. and i just could see that he sees that he could be whatever he wants he could truly be whatever he wants and he knows that like he knows that because he'd be it. like i want to be a basketball player a baseball player our director and he only just <laughs> like and then he's like and then i want to do this and he was That's like but beautiful. i need so he knows he can do anything and everything and he do multiple things and i just thought it was just a great representation for our black kids um mm -hmm. to know that they they don't have any limits so that was my first thought thing that was like wow, we don't have any limits. Mm -hmm. And then all the symbolism within it, all the history and the backstories, um, we could go on and on about it. But in a nutshell, it really, what really struck me the most is like, wow, these kids and my kids are going to be able to see this representation and know that there is no limits. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that's what... <laughs> You know, there's so much more, but that's, that's the main thing for me. It's a classic, and it's one of those that just really just has a special place in your heart because it's just someone who looks like you, someone mm -hmm. you can relate to. Like, you can relate to Killmonger. You can relate mm -hmm. to T'Challa, like T'Challa. You yes. can relate to right. Nakia mm -hmm. and, you know, Shuri. All of these characters, yes. there's qualities right. within them that you, you know, you may see within your family members, mm -hmm. your relatives, right. yourself. And it's exactly. just so beautiful. It was beautiful. It's so beautiful. so beautiful. I did find myself powerful. identifying with. I was like, when right. I saw that um, sister and brother, the when I saw the sister and brother, Tashala and Shira in the relationship, yes. I was like, oh, that's me and my brother. You yes. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we we have a chance to really put ourselves into those shoes and say, hey, hey, that's me up there. Right. And it's easier to do it when you can see someone 
who looks like you in that yes. light to really yes. picture yourself. Hey, that's me. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just so excited. <laughs> but um, I want to start off with the role of the black woman because that's what we are. So I want to get y'all's perspective yes. of how the black woman was represented in Black Panther, because there has been people talking about, you told me this, mm-hmm. um, about how they didn't like how black women were, were represented, but then there's another mm-hmm. side say they liked how black women were, were represented. Mm-hmm. So, what exactly what, did they say, Jazz? What were the cons? Yes, What's the con well, that you, you actually So, heard? the thing that some people, okay, the thing that some people were saying that they didn't like about the representation of the black woman was how the black woman was portrayed as this strong warrior, like put everything on my back. I can take care of myself, independent woman, so to speak, um, persona as we oftentimes always are in no matter what movie we're shown in on the big screen. Like they're saying that every time a black woman is portrayed on, on the big screen or in the media, she's just given this very domineering role. And, 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 and so to speak, I was saying that in this movie, I don't think she was saying that she was independent, but I was, I feel that she was portrayed as she was strong. And it was like, here go another strong black woman film type deal. And I was like, mm. Mm. but I thought it was well balanced. You know, they, they showed the strength, but at the same time, they, they show submission as, exactly. as well. I felt the same way personally, but they guy. were saying that, and if it was a Caucasian woman, she's never really going to be shown as like, a, or like for instance, you know, when I forget his name from Get Out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. his character, I forget yeah. his character name, but the, the male that was the lead character in Get Out, the black man, they, you know how he kneeled to his woman at the end, which mm-hmm. was... I, right, but they were saying you would never see like a white man kneeling down to his woman type deal, or you would never see like the woman being so domineering that she's making um, the man succumb to her. So to I don't speak. think it was even a race thing with that. I think that was more of a love thing, and it go, kind of goes back to that quote. You know, there's a, a beast and a I forget what it is, but there's two. You know, there's like the good and right. the evil in the man, right? And you us as women, we have the potential to either bring out that beast in them or to mm-hmm. kind of tame it or to calm it down. And that's really what that was to me. Mm-hmm. Same. It was same, one of same, those, same. like, okay, look now. Love, it was a yes. love thing. It yes. wasn't like a power thing. No, not at all. Yes. I, y'all know I'm in love with this film. When I <laughs> saw the representation of the black woman, I said, y'all hit it spot on because that same you know strong black woman people see that as a negative and they they pair with anger and that's not the truth Mm -mm. being a strong black woman is a beautiful thing and i just love how in the movie the warriors to um nakia everyone was strong to the mother everybody was strong but they also had their soft feminine yes. side and that's how we are as a black woman mm-hmm. we we build up our strong black men and we're there to submit to them as well Absolutely. but we're gonna protect y'all too don't be trying to come up and bother them because we we are always the first ones we are the first ones to stand mm-hmm. up for mm-hmm. them most of the time and protect them and protect them and pray over them right. so it's just like that 
that symbolism, it made me think of the positive of being a strong black woman mm-hmm. and that beautiful balance of submission and then warrior. I was like, that's who we are. And that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. I don't want nobody telling me that being strong is a bad thing. Right. And that's what Lapita said in one of her interviews. She, you know, kind of called it an idyllic gender relation. And she said that the men are not threatened by the power the yes. powers are complementary. Mm. And I think that's so true because, you know, the women, they were protecting themselves. You know, Nakia, they each had their own kind of um, path, their own thing that they wanted to do. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they were, you know, there and protecting the men, too. They were right. there for them. So yes. it's like, you know, and that's a kind of an ideal relationship where you want the person that you're with, the, your love, to support you, to have that same love and support right. that you give them, mm-hmm. you know, for them to have that for you. And T'Challa, he had that kind of balance. You know, he understood, mm-hmm. understood her view, Nakia's views. Yes. Mm-hmm. He respected them. And he mm-hmm. let her, you know, do her thing. Exercise. But he was like, I want you still to be by my side. I want you to, you know, come fight with me in this big, right. you know, challenge. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If, okay, so Nakia is... T'Challa's love interest. T'Challa yeah. is the king, and Nakia is um, T'Challa's love interest. But they she's more than that. Yeah, they have yeah. a past. They're like exes, mm-hmm. but they love each other. Yes. And um, <laughs> and so, but she's like an undercover detective in the real world, protecting yeah. everybody in right. weapons mass and <laughs> being, being a amazing. Spy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and so in the movies, like. If you weren't, uh, T'Challa says, if you weren't so arrogant, you would be a queen. She's like, because I'm arrogant. Or was no, it arrogant? It arrogant. What, what it is was it? Um, ambitious. Stubborn. Stubborn. Yeah, she, was, yeah, it was yeah, stubborn. It was stubborn. Okay. It's like, because you're, if you weren't so stubborn, you'd be the perfect queen. And he, she was like, because I'm stubborn, I would be a great queen. And I was like, because <laughs> she ain't going to just, uh, just be your yes man. Be your yes man. Because yeah. as a woman, and anybody in a relationship, you need someone to say, hey, you ain't doing what you're right. supposed to be doing. You could be better than this. Absolutely. And so if you have someone who's always, like, submissive and, you know, you're a yes man, how are you going to progress? And exactly. I just think that black women, we, we do, we've been doing we that do. forever. That was one of the things right. that I love it, that they respect the power and the the knowledge of the woman. You know, there were women mm-hmm. leaders that were sitting at the circle at mm-hmm. the table, mm-hmm. and they respect them. Right. You know, they didn't look down. You're on right them. about that. Exactly. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and this is maybe what's going on. I think we're comparing ourselves to a group that just have a simple, simply a different way of life than we do, and that's okay. But maybe we shouldn't compare ourselves to others and literally live what works best for us in our own households, in our own everyday. Because um, our counterparts, and that's just with any um, ethnicity. I'm not even just saying white people. I'm just Indian people, um, um, Hispanics, just any culture. Every person, every culture is different. Every set of values. We don't see the the Chinese culture comparing themselves to the the Hispanic culture, or the Hispanics comparing themselves to the Indians. So it's like I don't think as Black people we should compare, so to speak, and we should see how like this actually works for us. Maybe the um, Caucasian lady don't need to stay. I mean, don't really need to be on. Um, her husband the way that a black woman would because we know what you have to face out in this Mm -hmm. world so we know we see the things that you may need to have advice on or to be picked up in certain areas or the comfort and the love that you may need so maybe we have to express it in a little different way so that it works for you because we all digest and process things very very differently yes and I think one of the key things with the balance 
between the men, the female, and the equality, and that it was that respect. Mm-hmm. And um, I know a lot of people go in on black women for saying, "Man, if uh, get you a Becky because she won't do this," you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and it there are times where there are black women in any race too, but I'm going to talk specifically about black women because we are the ones who get stereotyped this way talking about, we talk down to black men. We just don't know how to shut up, blah, 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 this and that. And sometimes this is true. Like sometimes we can Uh pour in negativity into black men. That's not what we need to do. But Uh I think that this movie showed how you are supposed to respect each other equally Mm. and really, and really just, like listen because the men was not downing the woman and the woman was not downing the men they were both right. uplifting each other and challenging challenging each other and that's right. how it should be and that's mm-hmm. what people should take from it absolutely it kind of reminded me of uh, the nike campaign their latest campaign for women the force is female mm-hmm. and that's what i really think the women were in this movie they were the force yes. mm-hmm. and so like you know you had his sister she was the force the, the t- the technological, the technological, the technological. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the force behind the technological um, invention. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, right. She was the one who saved his life and mm-hmm. Ross. You know, the mm-hmm. agent Ross. Right. Um, you had Nakia, and then the warrior, the other warrior. Um, o- I oh, guess I heard oh dang it! Okoye, Okoye. <laughs> you know they were the force that was protecting you know the Black Panther. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought that was beautiful. Right. And I really loved how all of them played different roles. So like Nakia was the warrior. Oh no, Nakia was a detective mm-hmm. in in the love interest, and she was a dark skinned short haired love interest. That's yeah. something you don't see often. It's, Not, it's natural. Yeah, natural, <laughs> dark skin. And she's gorgeous. Like, but that's something you don't see a lot. It's like no. the love interest being that type. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even both of the care, the male and the female being dark skin. Usually yes. it's a dark skin woman, the female, there would be a, a bright skin male, or they would try to do the dark and white. Mm-hmm. I mean dark and bright. Yes. In some combination. When that's cool, but this is cool too. It's re- that representation, like mm-hmm. yes, chocolate on chocolate on chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, cause you just don't see that. You don't. But I just you like don't. the representation of her being a detective, love interest, and then Okoye, she being the warrior, and she had a her man too. Mm-hmm. And then I love the representation of Shuri, who was the sister and the scientist, and I just love her specifically because. She's she, that repre- light. yeah, she's mm-hmm. a light. She's fun. Yeah. And she's funny. She's kind of like a comedic relief too. She's yes. really like, friendly. Like every time she opened her mouth, you was waiting to, you was ready to laugh. <laughs> like what, what am I about to laugh about next? <laughs> yes, but I really specifically like that they gave her that scientific, very yes. smart. Because it made me think of, I was like, dang, I really want to get into STEM, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> I'm like a major creative. I'm like, ooh, yes. like. But I want my daughters to be into like science and mm-hmm. things of that nature mm-hmm. and be like the first, like not the first black, cause there's a lot of black women scientists, but it's just uncovered. Yeah. But I want them to see that they can do so many things, mm-hmm. like not just, you know, be a writer, an actress, you know, the things mm-hmm. that a host, you know, the things that me as a creative might want to be, yeah. but I want them to see like these this other side. And I thought that was a great representation. It was a good representation all around. It's like it really the, was the different facets that we call here too. It, <laughs> it just shows you that women we can't we can do any any and everything we put our minds to. Yes. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think about the black women there? I thought they were just so fierce. Like yes. ah, I want to start. <laughs> 
fighting people like chicken taekwondo um i love this so much uh, i think it just like you said in a nutshell is just represent the black woman very very well in a way definitely how we to not belittle our men but still uplift them and still be able to be strong as well so not necessarily being independent i, I like how nobody was truly just like this independent single i got it is like you said they still had their love interest or their companion so they really really emphasized on black love even if it wasn't like in the forefront it was still like one of those um indirect ways like mm -hmm. i'm still going to have my my spouse but then i'm still taking care of my they were living in their purpose mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. nakia she was a spy that was her purpose she didn't like necessarily just have to throw away her purpose and live this fairy tale relationship so mm -hmm. i love how it was showing that and it, it kind of is like it, it showed light on how today in modern day society because right now technically in most movies you see like the male going to be the breadwinner and the woman the stay-at-home mom but nowadays in our modern day world no woman like with a couple exceptions but no woman is really just a stay-at-home mom anymore right sometimes they stay at home mom slash blogger slash baker like <laughs> right they still have, they have their, their side, side hustles mm -hmm. that's their purpose for that time where like they're doing something that they love or something that's generating revenue so i really love how it shine light like i'm still as a woman going to survive out here in this world living in my purpose doing what i'm called to do and then i'm still going to fulfill my womanly wifely caring nurturing duties for my men at the same time so i thought it was just beautiful it was a beautiful blend it was like every character was complete in their own, but they are all working for a purpose. And I really like that you said no one was uh, independent. And I just think that independence is just like, it's just a bad rap, even though it's a good good thing. But mm -hmm. it, it just made you realize that no one's really independent, for real, for real. Like, no. we, And we're all made to depend on each other. Like Wakanda would not work without all these people and all these key no way key players out there and that's us in life like we need each other like i just truly need my girls like i truly need, need my mom i, I truly need, need love like and that's how i'm gonna fulfill my purpose that's how i'm gonna be happy in life and that's how we're gonna make the world a better place it's yeah, just like we need that togetherness unity yes, unity yes yes mm. and i and i love how nakia she did not let t'challa that was her main that's who she stood for. She's like, yeah, you got a nice kingdom and all, but you can't be, I feel like I'm doing the world a disservice by turning my back and mm. not unifying because Wakanda was trying to isolate themselves. Mm -hmm. They wasn't at first trying to unify with like the and entire world. world. They were trying to like, it, they may have painted it from a picture where we were all on T'Challa's side and the Black Panther side, but the kid was like, I see through all the BS. Like mm -hmm. y'all are out here living on high and mighty on y'all pedestals while people are out here starving dying yes. going through like so much and y'all are turning a blind eye to all of it and just acting oblivious like it don't exist but yeah. then of course you have to go on the flip side like when you're living in that mentality of lack you think like we don't have enough if we help then we're gonna run out but that was definitely not the case because they had he that he had been taught that from all the past kings like if you help or go reach out what kind of resources may dry out and that but, was his struggle he he, mm -hmm. he wanted to 
live out his role as a king and do what his the following kings did. But at the right. same time, you know, being in that current situation and seeing both sides, right? You know, traveling to America and seeing that, or you know, deep seeing the outside of Wakanda Wall, mm-hmm. he was torn. Exactly. And then I think what really, really brought was a huge turning point in the movie was when he found out that his father had um, killed his own brother because that was a family secret. One of those huge family secrets that he said that I think my dad, by lying and suppressing this thing and leaving, which was his cousin, Killmonger, in America, he may have created an even bigger problem than if he would have just brought him here and, and showed him home, but you abandoned Killmonger. So the whole anger that Killmonger even had was because of the past doings of the king and him. Um, so once T'Challa saw that, I think that's when he was like, okay, the veil has been lifted. Let me listen here Nakia out because like now that you've shut someone out that's Technically, that wasn't even like kind of your family. That was like your immediate family. And I'm referring to Killmonger right now. Killmonger and uh, T'Challa, they were co- their cousins, first cousins. And so it's just like for you to find that, find this out about someone so close to you, you and to think that your own father did that, he's like, okay, I don't have to do things the way the past kings did because I realize like they themselves make mistakes as well. So now I can like throw away all this tradition of trying to keep Wakanda on this straight, narrow path, and I can actually branch out and do what I want to do and, and actually take the throne and actually live out what I think is going to best benefit. Because at first, I think he was just kind of doing a textbook approach to the, mm-hmm. the throne. I think this is beautiful. There's so many different directions I want to go right now. But um, I guess I'm just going to go with my heart because I'm thinking about... Um, T'Challa. T'Challa is Black Panther and the King of Wakanda. Um, And so once his father dies, he has to, you know, become the king. But before they do that, they take out the power of Black Panther out of him Mm -hmm. so he can fight other people um, to see if if they want to be king. And I thought that was really crucial. This is just coming to my mind now. I thought that was so beautiful Mm -hmm. that people had the chance to fight the king without the Black Panther power to see if they would be more fit for king. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's unlike, uh, you know, the king and queen in England and stuff like that where they just say, like... It's just royal blood. Oh, it's just royal blood. But no, you get to fight to become king. And, I mean, luckily, nobody really uh, beat him other than Killmonger, but, you know, he <laughs> ended up getting this title back. But I just thought that was beautiful because it's just like royalty is not just handed to you. You have to work for that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a great representation for that as well. So it's like, that's something that people are like scared of, like dictatorship. But I thought that was a cool way to show democracy of, of having a chance to, you know, go against your king if you think you're more fit. I have a question though, but I think it is something, it still had to do with royal blood though. I think you had to be from a specific royal blood tribe in order to challenge it. Oh, you're right. I think you're right. Because when Killmonger came and tried to challenge him, they was like, you're an outsider. You don't, you're not from royal blood, so you can't uh, challenge. And then he did his lip, and I was like, oh, snap. Who are you? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> he was Wakandan, but I'm just thinking about the first guy who challenged him. I'm he sure was he was from, from a, royal blood yeah. from somewhere else. But that's still huge. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just not one true. person. Like, you're right. You're you know right. What I'm I saying? do agree. But you're right. So, I mean, 
that's kind of cool. That's just you still have to be royalty, but you still be able to challenge. To choose which yeah. royal family. Mm-hmm. It's not just one set royal family. Exactly. I like that. You're yeah. right. You're yeah, right. you're right too. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> because they were still keeping out other Wakandans, I think. Or was it just surrounding countries? It was different tribes within was, Wakanda. So yeah, they were all... keeping out other Wakandians. No, they weren't keeping out anybody. And so everybody in um so in who Wakanda, was Nakia rescuing? No, those that was in like real like Africa. Like oh, other parts Africa. of Africa. Yeah, oh, people okay. who don't have no one in Wakanda. It was people that were in the <laughs> not underground. <laughs> okay, okay, that I makes guess. sense. So yeah, I thought she was. So this is what I was thinking. I thought Nakia was from Wakanda as well. Mm-hmm. She was just on the like. So they were in the the hierarchy and then she was like on the in the slums of Wakanda no, she was in okay, like okay. present day um Africa Africa yeah. Nigeria some like, parts of present day yeah mm-hmm. some parts of yeah, present day and so she was going outside of Wakanda to save because that's what she felt was she felt right like Wakanda should be that resource to mm-hmm. help those people I love that so okay. she was like it, you know when those Nigerian girls were taken mm-hmm. um she was basically that the warrior who mm-hmm. helped make sure they weren't kidnapped Right. So right. and that's constantly going on today. Beautiful. Um, yes. So yeah, she was. So how did y'all feel about the opposing views? Who whose side were you on? Nakia, you had Nakia's view, mm-hmm. you know, of going out helping these people. Right. You had T'Challa and the other, the older ancestor. They was like, no, we need to keep Wakanda and the vibranium a secret. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. need to protect it because you know they. At the end of the day, you never know that's if you true. reveal that, you never know the outcome. Like that's although true. we want it to be a positive one. We don't know what, what the mm-hmm. outcome would That's be true. of them, you know, putting that information out there. And then you have Kilmer, who's like the polar opposite, you know, he's trying to just pay back for all the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> disenfranchisement of the, you know, what happened to everybody. So, yeah. You know, what do y'all what did y'all think of that? Girl, I'm on everybody's <laughs> side. Okay, so I don't know, y'all, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but I'm on everybody's side. Okay. Plain blank period. Okay, so I understand T'Challa, first yeah. off. Like, just by viewing how, Amer- not America, but like the world is today, like the real world, and how colonizers came in and just soaked up all, like, not soaked up, but right now are just like raping um, different continents of their natural resources. So, me thinking, this is how history is played over and over again why wouldn't i think why wouldn't i think they wouldn't do the same thing in wakanda so um i'm like okay yeah let's keep this on the uh the low let's live a great life Mm -hmm. as well but then i also believe in nakia that's her name right nakia going out and you know saving people on the outside world and i also agree with killmonger because (laughs) I, I don't like agree. History. I don't. Like yeah, can't it's history. It. You can't yeah. just ignore it. I I really agree with Killmonger. Not the whole killing everybody yeah. and starting over fresh and new with just black people. But <laughs> <laughs> I I agree with. Hey, like y'all should be helping these people out. Like right, y'all right, should right. be helping the people in poverty. Like y'all could help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that they should do it in the way that T'Challa did it at the end. Like mm-hmm. at the end, T'Challa is like at the United Nations or something, having a speech with everybody, talking about what about to say, like what they all the resources they have. Like no, nobody putting everything out there. Yeah. We with knowing history and knowing how people are, colonizers <laughs> are. They gonna go yeah. out to me. I feel like 
if you know this is what they're capable of, why wouldn't they do it again? So I would be like, I would personally keep Vibranium Wakanda on the low. And while doing that, going in and building communities like um, T'Challa did at the end, Mm -hmm. like little by little. And then, you know, but not just putting on the forefront, like, hey, we got Wakanda, we got Vibranium, we got all this high tech (laughs) stuff. Like, no, keep that on the low. Right. That's true. Because you can't trust these people. You do bring up a good point. That was a great point. I think that Wakanda and the representation (laughs) of it. It was, it's basically, I feel, what the world or what Africa would look like if colonizers didn't, you know, come in, you know, whether British or French or whatever. Yes. It's, it's like what, I think that's what they want to That's real. I think that is. Exactly. Because think about it. Right now in <laughs> Africa, that's a great point, ladies, because think about it. In Africa right now, there's these pyramids that no one can explain yeah. how they were built. Mm. No one. So the technology back 10,000 years ago, the pyramids have been dated 10,000 years ago. 10,000 years ago. I don't think y'all understand how long that is. I just want to say, like, the technology, (laughs) yes, but also it goes deep. You know how they were, like, talking to their ancestors? I think it was more than technology, y'all. Oh, absolutely. It's just spirituality. It's that. Absolutely. It's that. Like, I don't think people know. I think people know. But but they don't don't understand. They don't understand the power that we have, like, for real power. Like, for real power. And I was going to touch on that, too. No, go. <laughs> just really quickly. And that's why it was important, not just for people of color to see the movie, but for others to see it, too, so they can understand, you know, <laughs> why we go so hard. Like, why, yes. you know, we mm-hmm. feel the way we feel. You know, just to get a different perspective to see, okay, this, dang, this is how we affect, you know, or our ancestors yes, affect it, you know. Ancestors these people in this this country it just made me look i just want to say two things with that like it just made me look back to like ancestry just even people like like to say don't just look back to slavery look beyond to the royalty the kings and queens and i believe both because we went through so much and we are still on top we're still like triumphing you know we're still here and so i'm thinking we need to look back at our ancestors you know throughout all history going from your grandparents so way back 10,000 years ago, but also slavery and how we were so strong and got through that too. Because mm-hmm. that takes power, that takes mental, spiritual, physical power right. that we all have. Honestly speaking, like our genetic design is so, so amazing. Think about this, guys. And I'm not trying to sound like I'm superior or anything, but <laughs> genetics don't lie. <laughs> Science, if we're just looking at a scientific fact, if you think about what other culture could have, well, there are some with a couple exceptions, but could have really withstand those harsh environmental conditions that African melanated people, I, I don't want to say African-American because we wasn't even American at the time. Think all these people who take steroids now, I'm just thinking about today now and how right. just naturally we just a black that. man, you know, mm, just off so of just... You know, how like a little couple reps in the gym. Broad, you know, they can be, and other people have to take, you know, supplements, supplements just to get that. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's in our genes, so I do understand that. And yeah. it's just like, we are so strong. Like, the adversity and the, the triumphs, the trials and tribulations and challenges that we're constantly just overcoming them day by day just shows that we are meant for greatness. If we take it even further back and go to the 10,000 years ago where the pyramids was being built to the the amazing royalty that we have, it's like 
a whole nother ancestry plane that we have we can tap into that we just don't even know that even exists it just it goes deep it goes so deep and in, in, it's just right black panther is a marvel film right <laughs> right like the way ryan kugler he just is it kugler or Kugler. 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 The way he just made sure, like, he took on this responsibility and he did his research. He, he engulfed himself research. in this and made sure he still told this, I don't even want to call it fictional, but this fictional Marvel stu- Studios and made it, like, reality. And it opened up so many questions in history, like, Mm-hmm. It was so much more than just a Marvel movie. It was history. It was what if. It was spirituality. It was all these things. And I just like, thank you. <laughs> like, it, is, it was definitely that. And I love how when you go to his interviews, he always says that. Like, well, you see here, I was trying to represent, You, I was trying to bring all the light to this particular movement in this. And I was trying to paint the colors of the Pan-African flag. Mm-hmm. And I Break was that down. To, tell them, because you... So we'll just talk about the fight scene, the very first fight scene when they were trying to win. Um, who was the 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 Caucasian dude named Clan Claw? What was the villain name that they know. that was working oh, with Killmonger? Yes. Start with oh, a Claw. 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 Yes. 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 So when um during the scene, the fight, the 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 trans the transport, the, the deal was about to be made with the vibranium that they stole from the uh, museum in London. Mm-hmm. The, he, the transaction, that's the word. When they were about to make the transaction with the American FBI to sell the diamonds for, I mean, to pay diamonds for the vibranium. So in this particular scene, in the very beginning, the first really big fight scene, it was a Killmonger, no, not, ooh, not Killmonger, Claw, um, T'Challa, Nakia, and Okoye. Right. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you, yes, Okoye. that's correct. And Okoye. And so it was showing the representation of, like he said, um, Kugler, Ryan Kugler said that I specifically strategically placed all the coloring and the, just the, the imagery was all mapped out for a purpose. It was very intentional and specific inside of that scene. So it was like, you see here, we have uh, Okoye, she's wearing red and her dress is like, and even when she's in her warrior outfit, she's always wearing red. Like the warriors mm-hmm. always wear red and gold. And even with her, um, her dress that she was wearing, she had to, for the mission, in the, in the name of the mission, she had to wear a dress. She had to wear that wig that she had mm-hmm. on. And it was like, I'm for, I love Wakanda so much, I'm willing to put a wig on. And like for <laughs> the woman, the people of that that particular tribe, it's like a disgrace to cover up your bald head. So you're really prideful and proud of your bald head. And she was like, and that was like the very first thing she said in the scene, like, I don't want to even wear this wig. Like she made like a comment, like, I don't want to right. wear this thing on my head. And so, but she's like, okay, before we kind of doll up and look like I wear this this wig. And so she had the wig on, the red and the gold. And then you look at Nakia, she has green on. Like in all scenes, she's wearing a green color, but I'm just talking about this first scene. So she has green on in her dress and then it's like color, I mean, printed with this type of print. And what he said that that was, that was Wakanda um, symbols on her dress. So it's this green dress with this Wakandian print. And then you look at Black Panther, 
he's not wearing any color at all. He's just in all black. Mm-hmm. And every scene, like from his suit, from his his suits that he's actually wearing with the suit and tie, or just any specific clothing, other than when he um, goes to the sleeping mode when they bury him to get his Black Panther powers, he comes back in all white. But that was kind of nice. But anywho, going back <laughs> to um, the scene. So so on Okoye, she has on red and gold, and they said that the gold was the accent of the power and the royalty that has like a ranking type. Uh, symbolization as well so she has red and gold um t'challa he has on black all black and then nakia she has on green and so he said that was to symbolize and bring together all the pan-african colors of the flag i was like that's deep that's right that is deep (laughs) and then even he, he even said this part which was the FBI agent, the white man, he had on blue, and that was to symbolize colonization. Wow. I ain't never trust him either, the whole movie, <laughs> but all, he, he came through at the he end. Did. He did come through at the end. <laughs> but he could have exploited them. He, he could have told, he could have ran and did, that could have went far left. It could have. But we ain't seen the second movie. But, because um, think about this, right? Colonizers, they. I'm not calling him a colonizer, but colonizers, <laughs> colonizers like to come in, right? Yes. And they like to act all nice, like, oh, let's give you food, let me clothe you, let me teach you things, and then they kill everybody there. It is such a genocide, and then I still all your vibrating. But it wasn't even that in this movie. He was kind of like, <laughs> you know, Okoye didn't even let him talk at one point. She was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of no, just dismissing him. Mm-hmm. You know, so he made a. <laughs> The opposite. You do role, not speak. Even what the monkey gorilla tribe, yeah. they was ooh, ooh, ooh. exactly. <laughs> you know, normally they have the voice. They're the, the people true. in power. In mm, this that's particular movie, he was playing the the backseat. Yeah, yeah, the right. tail end. That's right. true. I'm just yeah. You just gotta keep your you eye see, out. You keep your eye, cause you just keep never your know. Eye. Just keep like, your eye. He over there talking eye. to uh, Shuri like, oh, so you this is vibranium used to compact. She's like, yes, and then I do this, this, and that. I'm like, girl, you. <laughs> I was thinking that like, why are you telling this whole stranger all the secrets? <laughs> like, this is the train down here. Vibranium is too uh, powerful, so it has to be diluted. I'm like, right, girl. She was so smart. She was so smart. Okay. <laughs> yes. I, just going back to like um when Okoye took off her wig and she threw it at him. Oh yes. But anyway, that was so, the first thing she did in the fight scene. The first thing she's like, let me get rid of this, get my warrior powers on. But no, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. But I was thinking about how she put it on to assimilate to the Western culture. Yes. And that just goes back. Like that's what we've been doing for like ever, especially after yeah. slavery. We still to this day, like still to for this job day, interviews. For job interviews, for just walking to just make ourselves feel beautiful subconsciously. Like mm-hmm. we still see those images of white women or white women features that make us think that our features aren't as beautiful. And it's changing, mm-hmm. thank God. Like we're seeing more natural hair and more mm-hmm. people loving their melanin but you know some of the things some of these things aren't like in america that's happening but in some other places right um like even in africa people are still bleaching their yes. skin and so especially in the island yes so in in for this movie to be global and for those people to see it too and see that the main love interest was dark skin with kinky hair it's like or no that, hair that's or, or, no, or no hair is showing like damn like we are out here beautiful being yeah. who we are. Like that's right. exactly how we're made. Like we're really we had to made change like that. Anything. 
Mm-hmm. Don't have to change anything. That's beautiful. So she threw that off like, I ain't assimilating no more. Right. <laughs> That's true. Like I'm black and I'm proud. I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> My worth is not determined by this wig. Like, mm-mm. right. Take it away. I love I'd it. rather just be me authentically. Uh, that's funny real quick funny story after my friend saw this movie she called me I hadn't saw, seen it at the time she's like girl I want to shave my head ball girl. and walk around with a spear I was like oh my god no I was a little bit you know, the way she said it though like her tone down I can't say it she's like girl I want to walk around ball headed I, like, <laughs> I told my co-worker the same thing I was like hey I was like, hey, I think I want to shave my head. Like, I was really thinking it, but kind of like, I kind of do really want to shave my head. And he's like, I, I wonder not. after seeing this movie, how many people went to date or stuff. He's like, take it off. Right. Oh my God. But he was like, I will not talk to you after that. I was like, oh. People say okay. that and they'll be talking to they'll you. They'll be talking to you. He was just kidding, but I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm not shaving my head, but <laughs> and it's not because of anything. I just got this dent in my head oh my that God. if I shaved it, like my head is not built for being shaved. So, like, I got you. It's the indent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got the smooth head. My head shape is not made for Yeah, so flat piece. I'm not gonna play. I'll be like an alien. Oh, okay. I really want to talk about this as well. Oh, were there any comments that we need to address? Oh, let's see. We're gonna check the comments real quick. We're on Facebook Live on so Facebook.com. Athena. She said it was so empowering. Agreed. Yes, Thina Bina. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my cousin supporting. Yes, yes Thina. <laughs> Don't nobody call her and Tina. We have Steven, Sir Dance a lot. Hey. You gotta earn that. Earn that. Earn or that. earn that royalty. It's yes. competition out here. You do. Samantha so said such an empowering movie. I love yes, the soundtrack Sam. too. Then the soundtrack. The JL say, I, feel like I thought Jeremy something. said something. Oh, I, I like go he back to JL Malone. No, no maybe. Oh, I really thought he said something. Oh wait, oh wait. Yes, at the top, he said nationalblackfilmfestival.com. Baby, hey. y'all go check it out. Yes, yes National Black <laughs> Film Festival, and this comes at such a good time. My brother J.O. Malone has the National Black Film Festival in Houston, Texas, and it's so important for us to support and mm-hmm. pour into into these types of things because. That's where black yeah, film... Yeah, so you can have more movies like that. More movies. More representation yes. of us. Absolutely. Exactly. So thank you for creating a platform for us to, you know, submit our black films. Yes. Take workshops. Yes. Uh, so awesome. yeah, check that awesome. out for sure. Check it out. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, where were we at? Okay, yes. I want to talk about African-Americans mm-hmm. versus or equal to... Africans, yes, because the mix in the movie, like it was a mixture, you know, of of black people and Mm -hmm. the uh, African like actors as far Mm -hmm. as acting. The actors, yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, I agree. I liked the mixture of the two because I know sometimes, you know, on the outside in the real world, there it may be a little tension. I don't know. Not for us, because we have our our best friend is Nigerian. Hey, there may be some tension, but in this movie. They were, they, they were working together. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yes, they were working together, but at the same time. Yeah. At the same time. At the same time. <laughs> Let's look at Killmonger's perspective. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan for killing this role. Like, Couldn't have chosen these lines that he character. just had. Hey, auntie. Hey, auntie. Like, nah, I'm just hey, feeling it. Auntie. I was like, is this your king? He's like, 
Man, the soundtrack was so on point. It was like this one particular scene when Killmonger was in charge of uh, the Black Panther lair or whatever. It was like he didn't. It was like the the soundtrack just done. Yeah. I was like, look at Killmonger getting trapped out the Black Panther house. But you know what? I thought that was trapped out Wakanda. He trapped it out. I know. Everybody was just in their seats like, yeah, okay. But you know what? That was one thing I was on this African blog. And that was one thing that they said they wished that it was more uh, tribal or African music, African artists. Because throughout the whole soundtrack, it was mostly uh, Kendrick Lamar. And so they were saying it should have been more like, you know, African artists portrayed within the film. Because this was an opportunity to really put Put on, Mm. yeah, some more of that African culture. So that was one thing that I saw from that perspective, you know, that that they felt was missing. Okay. That's a dope perspective. Next movie? Yeah. Right, right. That's that's definitely some changes that could be made. Uh, But I think far as the tribal, they they did have the drums. They did a really good job with the drums and the sound. Sound effects, but like far as putting their actual artists yeah. on the mark, yeah. I mean, on the map, yeah, on the map, yeah, that was a huge opportunity. I like that mm-hmm. though, that's a good perspective. That's great. So, let's talk about Killmonger because yes. a Killmonger, and we're African Americans, mm-hmm. uh, he basically was the representation of us, mm-hmm. um, and for this movie, um, so and it's true, like, we personally, we never seem like the discrepancies between being African-American and African because we just have so many friends that are Nigerian, Ethiopian. But to be truthful, there are like, there is a discrepancy because mm-hmm. like a lot of Africans don't understand why you live in America, you have all these opportunities mm-hmm. and yet you're still in poverty and yet mm-hmm. you don't take education seriously right. and, and yet you don't do this, that and the other, but they don't realize or right. not yet understanding the systematic um, oppression oppression that we had here in America, right. slavery, right. and still today, like slavery is still here. It's just modern in modern day slavery. It's just in the prisons and just mm-hmm. how people constantly, the size society, lawmakers constantly try to oppress us still to this day and so it's harder to have the mentality and the tradition that they have brought from nigeria from kenya here to have that same thing like they're like nigeria like family and the men being the breadwinner the provider is huge there and becoming like high status doctors engineers like politicians all of that that's huge but a lot of us, not a lot of us, but some of us, we just don't have that knowledge yet. Mm-hmm. And we've been oppressed so much. And it's like, it's so real that it's harder for us to right. uproot from that. Absolutely. And to, that's a great, a very good point that you brought up. Just how um, you, you said that in Africa, we got to think about when a child is being brought up. And I'll just say from Africa or in America, you have to think about the child's conditions play a lot I mean has a lot to do with how the child will be raised will be brought up the values that it have the um beliefs all of these things will come into play when you're thinking about the conditions and the environment that you were brought up into and so some parts of America um the rural parts of America where African Americans 
um, are brought up in, all they see is violence on the daily. All they see is drug dealing on the daily. Inner city children, all they see is um, people being addicted to drugs, gun violence. And this is, this. all these things are getting pressed inside of the subconscious mind. And so what do we say? When something is pressed inside of your subconscious mind, it ultimately becomes a part of you. That's your daily habits. That's where your daily routines um, derive from is what you're feeding your subconscious mind. And so we have to think, going back to Africa, if you come from a, um, a family that presses um, stability uh, of a male being successful, the breadwinner, all the things that Tiffany just mentioned, uh, a woman being the nurturer, you're going to naturally adapt those things, one, just based off of simply being in the same atmosphere, the same environment, being engulfed in that thing, that's going to like without a doubt you're just gonna naturally that's when that's how you naturally do something is because right. you're engulfed in it on a daily on a day-to-day basis so you can't really fault someone who's never seen what it's like to live in a household with two parents how do they so they then take on that reality and and start to believe that um Real households is supposed to be the male is going out to um, stand on his corner selling these rocks so that I can provide for my family. I got to be a hustler. I got to be a grinder. If that's the mind, that's what you br- were brought up on. And so just to bring it back to um, kids that are in those conditions, in those environments, they literally think just like Killmonger thought that there was no other way of life other than what you've seen here and so i'm gonna do to them what they did to me or i'm gonna get mine for real just like how it is people be like oh they killed my brother i'm gonna kill them now right instead of thinking like let me go to school and, and find a way how i can get out of the or not even school maybe let me go write a business plan let me go find a way to get away from the very thing that's caused the problem in the first place because they they can't think rationally because they've never been exposed to some of these things it's not that they're incapable of doing it it's just they've never been even exposed to another way even being possible exactly so if you're in an environment constantly seeing all the things that um jasmine just said you you see your (laughs) mom and dad cooking fried chicken drinking soda all the time you (laughs) see prostitutes running around, you see your uncle, aunt, they're addicted to drugs, you see your cousin hustling, he making guap, like you see this, right? That's normal. And you, that's all you see, right? You may see like people here that you might check Instagram and might come across something that's positive, but even your Instagram might be negative because mm-hmm. that's what you're surrounded by. So right. it's really, it's harder. It's not impossible, but it's harder to see the reality that things could be better when you're in an environment like that. It's so much easier if you're you're in a two-parent household, you already have a mindset of wealth, but mm-hmm. um, so it's easier for you to do that. But once you're in this environment, it's harder to even see that reality hence that's the the cycle so i mean and i know people are going to ask going to ask for solutions but that's why that's the true reason why so it's going to take everybody us solutions solutions to know like you me everyone who knows that this movie this is so important to get kids like that's why i love that like Easter Ray and so many people are taking kids that like, giving them a chance to see this for free like there's still people i i work in the hood and there's kids that come to our to our facility just to do their homework and um and i asked them like hey have you seen black panther yet and they have not seen it yet so i'm like look if you get a ride there 
take your friends, I'll pay for you. Like just so you could see more. Mm. And these and these are the kids that has been experienced who has been exposed just from being at the company I work for. So mm-hmm. they're even more well off than the people who haven't even came up to the company exactly. I work for. Yeah. So and they still haven't seen it. So it's just like that exposure. You might think it's mm-hmm. so easy and accessible accessible with the internet, but it's really not when you're constantly surrounded mm-hmm. and it's beamed into you. So it takes mm-hmm. us to go in the communities and to the schools to really do our part and you know pay for a ticket to talk speak life into them and show them it's a better way not one time but like all the time right right. and another solution that i would like to share with us i think that it would derive from and i love to use the quote from michael jackson starting with the man in the mirror and when i say that i mean like on the level so all the things that this movie is displaying Black people as a whole, we have to do our very best to actually live out these things. We have to do our best to work for those marriages so that they can actually stay together and you put love and values above all of the BS. We actually have to work for um, living in our true passion instead of accepting a job just to to provide a means to an end. We have to step outside of ourselves and, and, and it's gonna take work. And we to so that we can be the things that we're trying to teach our children to become because people get inspired by what you do, mm, not what, what you, you say. say. So if we telling them you need to have a healthy a, a two parent household, we need to work to have a two parent household. If we're telling them that y'all don't need to be on drugs, so you need to actually not be doing the things that that, that we have to emulate. Mm. what we want them to be so if more people if you if it was a street and it had um an average street probably has about 30 20 to 30 houses on it how many 15 houses on the street i don't know let's just say 15 houses on a long street if you go knock door by door we need to be able to come in these houses and see you exercising healthy eating you we need to be able to see you exercising good parenting skills where you talking and communicating instead of just putting your children down like we have to work on ourselves from a day-to-day basis in all areas and all aspects of our lives so that the children can see like miss such and such down the street they have a this 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 and it's like no if they can do that i can do that too even if they don't have it right in front of them we have to be the things and emulate the things that we want to pass on to the youth. Jasmine, you just you hit the nail on <laughs> really the head. Did. And it really does take time. Like It, take, it takes a community, that. too. It takes, it takes you know, teachers, community. pastors, you know, mm. neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, aunties, uncles, cousins. Mm-hmm. It takes everybody. Right. It's, that's, Even that's with finances, huge. if we saying we need to practice this group economics, we need to ourselves Do it. have $30,000 saved up $50,000 saved up in our bank account so we can mm-hmm. show them like, hey, wow, Miss such and such or Mr. such and such like riding around in this type of car because he managed his money correctly. I can ride around in this type of car and, and manage my money correctly. I don't just have to stand on a corner selling rocks or right. slinging this or hustling or robbing someone so that I can get this. I can actually manage my life intelligently, research, because it's all going to come from research. If, if you want to eat healthier, that's going to come from research. If you want to manage your money better, if you want to have a better relationship, you need to be researching all of these things. Take research. Money, you need to re, uh, for you need to research finances. You may need to get in um, places where you have financial advisors. Um, for nutrition, you may need to consult with, like, dietitians because you may not know your diet is wrong. And I know... 
with um my family just looking at my immediate family they like you grew up on chitlins and and baking your whole life why you acting like you too good for that now it's just to be like i mean it's just because they don't understand that these things are the number one cause of cancer and heart disease, heart disease and diabetes and, and linked to the high cholesterol and the high blood pressure but it's like we have to educate ourselves and so by doing that and showing the youth that is around us like how did you do that? Well, let me tell you how I did it. Well, in order to have this successful marriage, you know, me and my wife or me and my husband, we used to go to different seminars and they would at different marriage counselings and read different books together. Me and my wife, we read a book a month about relationship. I don't know. And then we talk about it and ask each other the questions. Like we have to show them what it takes and not make it seem like we're perfect. We just did this and it came out that way. Because, you yeah, know. the truth is because everybody... Just because healthy living is what we do, it took mm-hmm. us years <laughs> uh, to get where we're at today, and we're still growing upon it. And it's just like, and I've been eating the way I eat around my mom for years, mm-hmm. y'all, and she's just now getting it. Like, she's next <laughs> now exercising. She's just now eating better and better and better. And so yes. it might take a while, but you have to be constant and because it's yes. so important to do that. It's important to practice what you preach mm-hmm. because if they see you fall off and they see you, you mm-hmm. telling them not to do drugs and you doing drugs, they start seeing you like uh, not eating right all the time, they're mm-hmm. going to look at you and be like, well, they fell off. Like, why should I listen to them? Right. So it's just like a huge responsibility that, you know, we just have to take on. It is. You have to be ready for that. And that's why one of the, my favorite scenes is to take it back to the movie, the ending, mm-hmm. when T'Challa went back to Killmonger's neighborhood. It was really beautiful to me, you know, to yes. see him yes. bring the spaceship, you know, to that community and those kids. To be I like, know. whoa, what is that? What do you do? Right. Well, how can I get one of those? Exactly. You know, so you saw that in action in the that movie. That solution. Yes. That's so true and I love the comments that they said because it was so realistic (laughs) because it just shows you the scope that they've been exposed to so it's like instead of like and it's just because of they haven't been taught Mm -hmm. you can't blame someone forgives them because they know not what they do type Mm -hmm. deal so they were like Hey, let's break break it Shop apart. apart to sell them. Sell them. <laughs> like that's the yeah, entrepreneur. Now, this, 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 yeah, it's like two sides to it. It's right. Like, oh my god. Right. Yeah, it's like okay, so you can yeah. say, I see you had an ambition, but yes. let's turn it redirect <laughs> yes. that in the right way, yes. not in the uh, illegal way, so to speak. Yes. Y'all, this is movie was so good, but gotta wrap it up. But I just want to end, unless y'all want to say something else, because you might want to say something, some other huge gems. But I just want to just go back to the unity, the unity of the different tribes in Wakanda and mm. the unity um, that they're about to have with African-Americans in the outside world, all the yes. Africans in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that is what it takes for us to really come together as a black people, as Africans, mm-hmm. um, to make things right. Because right. like a lot of times we see each other as competition, like, mm-hmm. oh, the lighter-skinned black person, the dark-skinned black person, this tribe against this tribe. But right. if we all just stop looking about at our differences and mm-hmm. look at how much we are alike and we all come from the same place and yeah. we can all really help each other. Mm. We're gonna we all could pour into each other. Like right. I could buy into your business. Like we could do so much. And I think the whole world knows this. Like I think yeah. I think we're like super powerful, but we just have to stop, you know, 
differentiating ourselves and really come together and be a force because like i really do feel like all the communities do that like asians do it hispanics do it white people do it jewish people do it so it's just like let us do it because we're everywhere like we're everywhere but we have to stop doing what they want us to do you know they really separated us on purpose so if we just come together and be like hey i support you Let's yes. do this. Let yes. me pour into you. This is not a competition. We're here together. <laughs> but no, I would want to say real quick, Wakanda, just the as a whole, you know, on CNN, you know, today they make Africa look like this, you know, just terrible place to live. Um, and I just love the fact that this movie made Africa a place that you wanted to go to. Yes. Right. Of one, you know, you want to run from. Or, or be know, afraid of because yes, of exactly. the drug lords or Coney. Remember that? Coney kept Yes, that was scary. So it was just so beautiful to me. I was just like, oh my God. I think everybody wants Wakanda to be like a real place. That's right. why we keep seeing it. It's like, yes. I want to keep going back because I want to be there. Yes. Right. It's like we long yes. for it. So we all taking a trip to Africa next week. No, I'm like, hey, I've been trying to get to Africa for how many years? You've been really trying to since high school. But uh, yes. And I just want to also say, like, even like the way Wakanda looked, even though they were like the most technologically technologically advanced, Mm -hmm. they still like when they were walking through, they had like dirt roads, they had like um, all the beautiful um, resources, the trees, and it was just like it was that perfect mixture of like Mm -hmm. home. And like we still technology advanced. advanced. Yeah. Like, it was so beautiful. It was like it was like they cared about the planet. Like they did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. They cared about the environment. Like that we like a lot of people don't do that anymore. They don't really care about the pollution and all that other stuff. But right. <laughs> we have a comment really quick from yes. Cassandra. It's, is that oh, Chandra? Is that no, it's not Cassandra. It's Sean Chandra. Chandra, Chandra. hey Chandra. 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 Tubs. Tubs. Oh, yes. Sorry. And they said, she said, there really isn't any difference between us other than African Americans not knowing the culture of our African ancestors. I wish we were we were in a better space to work together. Agreed. I love that she brought that up. So I was listening to a Ryan Kugler interview. He's the director of Black Panther. Um, and he was talking about how he went and visited different like countries in Africa mm-hmm. and to really just get exposed to like, you know, the culture. Right. But he realized there's so much more it's the same that it is different. He was talking about how even watermelon, he was like, This is known as like wealth and nutrition and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But yet and we love watermelon here in America, yeah. but and we don't even know why. Right, and we don't even know why, but like there it's just like it's even like a representation of wealth, <laughs> and uh, it's like wow. people like put us down for like for liking, it. liking watermelon when it's so nutritious it's like and good for you. No, and I feel like that's what Killmonger missed out. Like he missed out yes. on that knowledge. He missed yeah. out on the experience because that hate was there. Yeah. He was and overwhelmed I, by hate. That's symbolism. Oh, how man. we're missing out on yes. not because they're teaching on a vast scale. Black people have been taught to hate themselves so much. Yes. We don't yes. know what we're missing out on. Like you yeah. just said, it's a bad thing if you black to like watermelon. Like, like that's what? a stereotype. That's so <laughs> but in, in our homeland, watermelon is it's like we're home is within us and we naturally gravitate toward yeah. our essence. Exactly. And there was another thing he was talking about. It's like this like this guy invites him to this tradition, right? Yeah. And then he was like, um <laughs> it was like the young fella, they went there and like they were cooking and like the young fellas will all be outside hanging out together. The old 
men would be, you know, hanging out together, mm-hmm. and then the woman would just be over there cooking together. He was like, y'all, that's a barbecue. We do that all the time. <laughs> like, this is it's like tradition is in us. Like, y'all do the same things we do. It. And it's just like, he said, like, wow. we, we under, we under value about how much culture is left in yeah, us. Because you know what people yeah. always say, what is black culture? What is, you know, right. Spirit? It, it's not that easy to really get away you can't because right. it, it lives in us like we think that we don't have culture and there's black culture mm. african-american culture but it can't leave us it's still there so we're end up doing the same traditions calling wow. it different things mm. in in america but mm. we're all the same beautiful it is dang damn so what time is it it is affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time (laughs) so guys if this is your first time tuning in to the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with positive i am affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you could possibly be using to either transform your life for the great and abundance and beautifulness or for the low scum demise and negativity so guys let's make sure we're using the power of our words to speak life into our life our situations our experiences and just our amazing journey that we are venturing on in this lifetime. So even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So even when you're feeling weak, when you're feeling broke, sick and tired, unworthy, not beautiful, don't affirm these things in your life. Instead, affirm, I'm strong. I'm feeling abundant. I'm feeling amazing. I'm beautiful. I am right where I need to be. So it's three of us and trillions of y'all. So we are going to speak our positive I am affirmation. And you say yours too at home. Mm. Who would like to go first? This is hard. I am Wakanda forever. I am Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just going to wing it, okay? I want to say something like this. I am my, okay, okay. This I'm stealing this from somebody, but I'm going to add my own special. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. Mm. And I am listening to the wisdom mm. of those before me and implementing it into my life to make sure that the generations behind me will benefit from the value I bring in this life. I'm going to steal her. <laughs> okay, see y'all next I'm week. No, I'm joking. Oh, she wrote us that. She did. She did. Girl, I just forgot the mine. Look, this, the women in this movie just really mm, got yeah. to me. After so listening I, to how dope yours was, I forgot mine. I was thinking of <laughs> my head. I just started getting engulfed in everything she was saying. I was like, I'm there too. I'm there too. Okay, go ahead. I am a powerful force. That is paving my way, shaping culture, creating a future, mm. and inspiring communities. Oh, I want to cry. Yes. Damn, you do. Oh, why you ain't go last? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am living my most abundant life right here. 
abundance forever. Forever. Yes. Forever. For all of the generations <laughs> before you. and after Thank me. you all so much for joining us. Yes. Until next week. Next time. Look, we're doing this live on Facebook. Come and see us every Tuesday. Tuesday at 8 p.m. Yes. Uh, Central Time um, on Facebook.com backslash Soul Feeling Podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're Soul Feeling Podcast on SoundCloud. Yes. We're on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to us there, make sure you give us five stars and an amazing mm -hmm. review. Comment. Comment and make sure you share this podcast with everybody so the whole world can know how we gonna change the world for the better. Hey, okay. Oh, Peace. Peace. <laughs> oh no, we gotta hit the Wakanda forever. Oh yeah, wait, wait we can't go it up. No, not peace. One, two, three, Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs>